Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic. I am so excited about this episode as I have a guest on my show today and we will talk about crystals. Welcome to the show, Carolyn. Hi, thanks for having me on today, Don. I'm so excited. I know, I'm so glad you're here. So tell us a little, little bit about yourself and how you came to work with crystals. Okay. Um, it's actually a funny story. I started collecting crystals when I was about four years old. When wow. I was on vacation with my family. Awesome. Um, you know how every now and then, you know, your grandparents and your aunts and uncles, they give you money for like your birthday, Christmas or whatever. Sure. So I would save up my money and, you know, my mom would, you know, hold it for us. And whenever, if there was something that we wanted when we were little, we could say, okay, we have this money. What do you want to buy while we're on vacation? So you can have, you know, a special surprise to take home with. Well, four years old, literally, in my favorite place in the whole world, in Perkins Cove in Maine, by the way, amazing place. Nice. Um, They had the cutest little gemstone store downstairs in Perkins Cove and oh my god I wanted even then to buy the whole store <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so wow. of course I went in there and I found this perfect I my first gemstone was a geode Ooh. Um, actually a crystal geode and it fit mm-hmm. in the palm of my hands and I just like I walked around with it for days oh I still have it it's with me forever but that started a very long and some might say bad habit, but I love it. <laughs> and I actually, you know, kind of wandered away from it for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, during a, the middle part of my life, basically, so far. And then I uh, I started picking it up again, and I, and I realized it was, you know, really significant to me. And I think it, it meant a lot to me to, you know, find and learn about all the different crystals and there are just so many even to this day I'm like I didn't know that was a thing now I have to go find out about it so wow really really ingrained itself and become part of my life (laughs) that is amazing I didn't even know that four (laughs) years old and you oh wow that is so cool let me ask you what is your favorite crystal do you have a favorite not even possible not even possible okay so Here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm to a point in my life, I, I wear a lot of um, gemstone jewelry, gemstone necklaces. I actually started making a lot of my own stuff so that I could have the combinations that I wanted. So nice. honestly, I change them out every single day. And it's really based on kind of mood and feeling and, you know, right. whatever, whatever I feel like I need that day, honestly, I'll be like, I'll lean towards a certain color and I'll go and find, you know, my stone that I need for that day. That's awesome. I love that. That is a cool story. Awesome. So Carolyn used to be my boss at a child care center that we used to work <laughs> at. <laughs> That's how we met. 
So during a monthly meeting, I actually think it was my first meeting with you guys. She yeah. gave she gave each employee a worry stone. Do you remember that? Oh my god! Yes. Oh and, my gosh! Now that you say that, I do. Yes. I <laughs> and I knew then that we were kindred spirits. Oh. That we shared some of the same beliefs. I just had that feeling. <laughs> oh, that's just sweet. I didn't even realize. Oh my yes, that's yes. <laughs> Plus, I want to add also to you guys that she is a great artist. I, I, I loved seeing your paintings all around the center. That was really cool. Thank so, you. Yeah, yeah of course. Hobbies. A lot of hobbies. <laughs> yeah, like me. <laughs> and this is being one of them. <laughs> so anyway... Let's get into talking about crystals. So crystals not only come in different shapes and sizes, but also colors. There is a rainbow of color categories, including pinks, reds and oranges, yellows, greens, blues, purples, browns, blacks, whites, or other colorless and combinations of more than one color, right? So we will talk about some of the more common stones and what they can be used for. But first, Carolyn, can you tell us how crystals form? How did crystals come to be? So crystals actually form under pressure. Ooh. Uh, they are, a lot of times they have come from, you know, uh, liquid rock and magma and when it cools, um, if it cools slowly, crystals can be formed. So it's mm. either really hot and they cool off slowly, or sometimes they are um, created under water pressure as well and gas pressure. So they're all different. They're all different ways that they can come into being mm. uh, um, from different from different kind of substances of the earth. Wow, that's awesome. So pretty much all natural, just all natural. That's right, all natural, right from the core of the earth, and you know, and you never know what combination <laughs> you yeah. can end up with. But there's so many variations, which are really cool. Which is why they're so powerful too. Absolutely, yeah. All of earth and that natural energy. So before we get into some actual crystals. Generally speaking, what are some ways that crystals can help us? Um, generally, I mean, a lot of crystals have, you know, they, they have all different kinds of meanings from spiritual to physical healing to mental healing. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's not a new concept. I mean, people have been, you know, using crystals. You can see them in uh, different pictures, you know, of the Egyptians, like all the way back. Um there it's documented all over the world that people use crystals for different things they use them as healing remedies a lot of times um you know to help calm people down to help soothe people um and they also use them for for various ailments uh you know simple things like even like blood circulation you know and and upset stomachs and headaches and all different kinds of things so there are multiple uses multiple uses um for stones and a lot of people you know they don't even know why they 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 just make them feel good 
but it, it, you know, it's definitely something that's just kind of always been there. Like you said, that natural energy that people kind of are drawn to. Right. Very cool. Very cool. So let's go over some of the more well-known crystals and what we can expect from them. So we'll start with some of the pink stones. Rose quartz resonates with Taurus and Libra, as well as the heart chakras. Carolyn, how can rose quartz help us? Uh, rose quartz is a really great stone for opening up your heart mm -hmm. and promoting love, not only for yourself, but for others okay. in both friendship, um, self-love, and also um, a lot of deep inner healing. Pink topaz. Um, its zodiac signs are Libra and Sagittarius, and it resonates with the heart chakra as well. So what can the pink topaz do for us? So topaz um, is very joyful and rejuvenating, um, can be used a lot of times for manifestation, uh, promoting self-trust and trust in the universe. Wow, very cool. Very strong. All right, now those are just a couple of the pink ones. So let's move on to red and orange crystals. Carnelian, I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> yes, Carnelian. <laughs> Carnelian resonates with Taurus, Cancer, Leo, and Scorpio, as well as the base and the sacral chakras. So how can we use Carnelian? I love Carnelian, by the way. Yeah. Huge necklace of carnelian. It's a very stabilizing stone. Um, they, like you said, the root chakra. So it, you know, it stimulates motivation, mm -hmm. creativity, um, helping you with positive life choices. Um, yeah, and it's for the root chakra. It's one of the very grounding stones. Nice, nice. So that would help out with like meditating, probably. You could use it for meditation as well, yes, because it's right. one of those base chakra ones. Okay. Uh, Jasper resonates with Leo and aligns with all the chakras. And this one is sourced from all over the world. Carolyn, Jasper, I've heard, is known as the supreme nurturer. So how can it help us? Absolutely. Actually, that was one of the word phrases I was going to use. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, oh, no, that's perfect. <laughs> You're right. It's the supreme nurturer. It really, you know, it sustains and supports you through stress. It brings tranquility. Um, also provides protection and absorbs negative energy. So it's another really, really awesome grounding stone. Nice. But I want you to remember too, you know, jasper and, you know, topaz and agates. A lot of these stones have multiple colors. So right. I'm just kind of giving some generic you know, basic topaz, basic carnelian, basic jasper, because there okay. are so many variations, and each of those colors, too, have slightly different meanings. Okay, so talking about where we're talking about red and orange, red, is it red jasper? Red, red jasper. jasper. Yeah. It's very, very grounding. That's a really great, very, very strong, powerful grounding stone. Garnet resonates with Leo, Virgo, Capricorn and Aquarius, as well as the root and heart chakras. So garnet is actually named for the seeds and pomegranates, I heard. I don't know if that's you've heard that. that. <laughs> I have not heard that one. That's yeah. That, so, so tell us what garnet can do for us. 
Um, so garnet is also revitalizing and purifying. Um, it helps to also balance energy. So again, a lot of those reds and oranges have similar meanings. Mm-hmm. Um, it also inspires love and devotion, can balance your sex drive. Rubies resonates with Aries, Cancer, Leo, Scorpio, and Sagittarius. And it also aligns with the heart and the root chakras. And the word ruber is the Latin name for red, which is where the name ruby comes from. So what are some of the benefits of the rubies? So the rubies um, provide improved energy and concentration, creativity and loyalty, honor and compassion, very protective of the home and family, um, family possessions, family um, and spiritual wisdom as well. They also can be known to um, shield against psychic attack. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Orange calcite resonates with cancer in the base and sacral chakras. And how can that one help us? How can the orange calcite help us? Um, so calcite is also a spiritual stone opening, um, opening us up to really a higher consciousness. Um, it really can focus on different psychic abilities to help the mind and body. Um, also remember soul experiences. Cool. A lot of times, calcite is used for um, studying and creating um, more creative spaces in your home. Oh, nice, nice. So that's a really good one to have around. Absolutely, <laughs> Actually, they're I all really good to have around. Right by my door. Nice. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Now let's move on to yellow crystals. So citrine aligns with Aries, Gemini, Leo, and Libra as well as cleansing all the chakras, right? So citrine comes from the French word citron. And what can this crystal do for us? Um, So citrine is really an energizing stone. It really kind of energizes every level of life. Makes sense. Cleanses the chakras, Mm -hmm. helps open up intuition. And a lot of um, people use it for attracting wealth, prosperity, and success. So if you're ever working on any meditations or manifestations of success, changing jobs, you know, needing of you know a little bit of extra money in your life, um, citrines are really good stone for that. Nice. And before we move on to more crystals and stones, um, is it better to wear these stones when we're working? these um, intentions or just hold them or what's the best way to use them? Um, I mean, I don't know, to be honest, that there's a best way. I think it depends on what your intention is. You know, okay. if it's something you want to keep with you on a regular basis, you know, a lot of people wear those stones. Right. Um, when people are, you know, doing different kind of spells or manifestations, like sometimes they'll put them in different places on their altar and leave them in a certain place for a couple of days. Um, people have been known to sleep with stones under their pillows. I actually have some on my night table, mostly because I'm kind of, you know, haphazard sleeper, so they would end up all over the place. <laughs> but <laughs> so on the night table is a little safer in my, you know, my, <laughs> in my circumstance. Yeah. But, you know, I think it really, it, it's kind of how you feel a lot of it is about how you feel and, you know, how, how you think it will best affect what you're working on. It's a very personal kind of decision, honestly. Okay. Makes sense. Sounds good. All right. 
uh, amber resonates with Leo, Aquarius, and the throat chakra. So what kinds of things can amber help us with? Um, so amber can help absorb energy and, um, and release energy. It helps calm the nerves. And it can, it, is, it can be referred to as the mental sunny day. So, hmm. you know, if you need kind of a pick-me-up. Um, okay. Trying to calm yourself down. Um, and it's also used for the um, chakras, for opening chakras and cleansing chakras. For all the chakras. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Beryl aligns with Leo in the solar plexus and the crown chakra. This stone was traditionally used for rain magic and protection against storms. But what else can it do for us? So barrel is actually, um, there are many different types of barrel. Um, If you think of, if you find a pink barrel, it's considered a morganite. A yellow could be a heliodor. Green is an emerald. A blue aquamarine red big spike those are all different types of barrel oh okay um but i found out this really kind of fun fact that i hope you uh i find as interesting as i did um it was a powerful stone in ancient mesopotamia and it strengthened the beliefs of in the gods and it was a healing stone used in ancient greece to remove kidney stones and bladder ailments wow yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So that is interesting. Going way back, you know, they, yeah. they used them so long ago. That's um, awesome. I love that. Yeah. So it can also help enhance um, courage, relieve stress, calm the mind, and reduce overstimulation. Um, now let's go on to some green crystals. Malachite resonates with Scorpio and Capricorn, as well as the heart, solar plexus, base and sacral chakras and this stone has been known to protect against the evil eye but what else can it do for us um so malachite is a great stone um it also like you said too has clears and activates the chakras um and it has attributes for spiritual guidance open up opening up the heart to unconditional love um taking risks and responsibility for your thoughts and feelings and has and it can also be used to balance mood swings heal cramps and um boost your immune system i could probably use one of those <laughs> they're great let's just so say <laughs> malachite real the trouble with malachite is there's a lot of fake malachite out there oh um, and basically, you'll know real malachite because it's pretty pricey. But if Is you can it? find a nice piece of malachite, yeah, then it'll, it'll do you some good. <laughs> All right. So if I go someplace and I ask for a malachite stone and they give me one for 99 cents, I know that yeah, that's no, probably not a real one. <laughs> okay. So keep that in mind, everybody. <laughs> All right. Event- adventuring resonates with Aries and the heart chakra. And what can we use this one for? So aventurine is another stone of prosperity. So again, mm. along with um, citrine, aventurine, uh, jade as well, which we'll talk a little bit about later too, yep. um, are, is very good for prosperity. Um, and is also known as the heart healer. 
feelings of love, compassion, gratitude, and inner peace and harmony. Nice. Very good for good fortune and wealth. Awesome. All right. Alexandrite resonates with Scorpio and the heart chakra. And what benefits does Alexandrite have? Alexandrite is another healing energy um, when it comes to recovery from long-term illnesses or ailments. It restores the body back to health, encourages healthy blood circulation, and cleansing of internal organs. Also, on the other side of that, is it is another luck and prosperity um, stone. And again, Alexandrite is another fairly pricey stone in most places. What's really mm. cool about that one is it um, there's some Alexandrite that changes color in different types of light. So oh. under sunlight, it can look almost orange. Under fluorescent lights, it's kind of pink. And then under dim lighting, it's almost completely green. Wow, so that might be kind of hard to recognize then. It, it can be, yeah, especially yeah. depending on what lighting you see it in. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, moss, moss agate resonates with Virgo as well as the base, sacral, and throat chakras. And this stone has been known as the gardener's talisman. But what kinds of things can it do for us non-gardeners? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be me too. <laughs> I love me a good garden and some beautiful flowers, but yes. not my specialty. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, moss agate is a great stone. It's really beautiful. Um, it encourages tranquility, uh, emotional balance, really good for those experiencing strong aggression or, you know, overly nurturing emotions, kind of to help you balance them out, bring them calm, to be more calm. <laughs> and, and like you said, to be closer to nature. Right. Bloodstone, also known as heliotrope, right? Mm-hmm. Aligns yep. with aligns with Aries, Libra, and Pisces, as well as the heart chakra. And how can the bloodstone help us? Bloodstone is great for increasing courage and motivation. Um, <laughs> excuse me, and um, hmm. removing blocks, and you know, from keeping us stuck in one place, it, it helps us clear a path forward. It um, kind of creates a courageous spirit. Um, it was actually, this one had a, a neat little note too, was believed that by warriors and soldiers in days past, that if you held on to a bloodstone during battle, it would protect you from excessive bleeding during combat. Wow. Which is, I guess, why they call it the bloodstone. The bloodstone, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. What's kind of funny is bloodstone often, um, you see, is actually a lot of really dark, dark green with only red spots in it. Mm. Which you would think it would be a red stone. Right. Yeah. That's what most people think. You right, know? right. I, I did for a long time, and then I found this green stone. I fell in love with it. I'm like, but I can't tell what it is. It was too <laughs> dark for adventuring, so I right. brought it over to my crystal friend, and she's like, Oh, that's a bloodstone. I'm like, huh? but there's no red in it. Like, yeah, it's just, that's just the way it was cut. You know, it didn't it didn't show any of its red spots. Right, because I when you think bloodstone, you think of I I think of anyway, like a really deep red. Mm-hmm. You know, and the spots in it are definitely deep red. But oh, okay. Depending on the piece that you find, you know, um, 
there, there's a lot of green in it with just some red spots. I mean, there are ones, if you find a, a, a red spot in it, that could be bigger than the green, but tends to be more green with red than red with green. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so emerald resonates with Aries, Taurus, and Gemini, as well as the heart chakra. The word emerald derives from the Greek word smergos, which means green stone. That makes sense. Uh, so what, what could we use emeralds for? So emerald is a life-affirming stone. And as mm. you said, very related to opening up the heart chakra, um, calming the emotions, providing inspiration, wisdom, and patience, promoting friendship, um, harmony, and domestic bliss. Um, some of the, the more physical attributes, people used to use it to treat disorders of the heart and the lungs, the spine, and the muscular system. Um, and it helps to soothe the eyes and improve vision. Okay. Jade resonates with Aries, Taurus, and Gemini, as well as the third eye chakra. Jade is known as a dream stone. Uh, how can it help us? Jade is another great one for um, increasing fortune and prosperity and uh, luck. I mean, you'll see them a lot of times too, like um, in in Chinese art right. and, and design. They, they use a lot of jade um, to, to promote wealth and good fortune and good luck. Um, some of the other things that it can be used for too are grounding and um, enhancing uh, maturity and relationships, encouraging honesty, and improving the life force energy, along with self-love, self-acceptance, and it also transforms negative energy into positive. So again, a lot of that promoting joy, positivity, wealth, and luck. Okay. Peridot resonates with Virgo, Leo, Scorpio, and Sagittarius. It also aligns with the heart and the solar plexus chakra. So what can we use peridot for? Uh, peridot is a gorgeous stone as well. Um, the stone of compassion, and it brings good health, restful sleep, peace to relationships by balancing emotion and the mind, um, inspiring eloquence and creativity, and bringing delight and good cheer. Um, it is also people used it to de uh, detoxify, to heal, and to regenerate, ugh, regenerate <laughs> cells and tissue and the adrenal and endocrine um, systems as well. All right. So we just did a bunch of green crystals. So let's now move on to some blue ones. Aquamarine aligns with Aries, Gemini, and Pisces, as well as all of the chakras. So what kind of intentions can we use aquamarines for? So aquamarine, again, is um, one of the barrels. Okay. And um, it represents happiness, hope, everlasting youth. Um, this one, it said that in ancient times was believed to protect those at sea. Um, a lot of times sailors would keep it with them. Um, so that they would be safe from the adversaries on the open sea. And um, a lot of times, too, had a lot to do with mermaids and the treasures of mermaids and protection from, you know, 
everything that was unexpected in the ocean. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. The other really cool thing is it's also known as the breath stone. So Mm. alleviate sinus, lung, respiratory issues, bronchitis, colds, hay fever, all that kind of good stuff. So it also has that whole respiratory piece. Because if you think too, like you said, um, with the the chakras, it's the blue. So for the throat, so throat, sinus, cold. So all of those kind of pieces make that connection. And it's really light. So between the color and the, you know, the, um, the history of that is really, it's really kind of neat. Yeah, that is really neat. Interesting. All right. Turquoise resonates with Scorpio, Sagittarius, and Pisces, as well as the throat and the third eye chakras. Turquoise means turkey in French. I didn't know if you knew that. It's something that I found out. (laughs) So what can turquoise do for us? Um, Turquoise is another great stone that you do also, again, have to be careful with turquoise. There's a lot of fake turquoise out there. Okay. Um, and um, a lot of times it's actually dyed halolite. And it's kind of uh, sometimes really hard to tell the difference unless you really know what you're looking for. So just be aware of fake turquoise. Okay. But good, good to know. Tur- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it tends to, let's see, balance and align all of the chakras. So you can stabilize uh, mood swings and still inner calm. It's excellent for depression or exhaustion. Um, it also represents wisdom and tranquility, good fortune, and hope. Um, again, the ancients also believed it to be protective and have um, a, a tranquil energy and association with enduring love. Lapis lazuli resonates with Sagittarius as well as the throat, third eye, and crown chakras. So what is this one good for? Uh, Lapis lazuli is a gorgeous stone as well. Mm. Often confused as sodalite. So they're very uh, minor distinct features sometimes, depending on you know the, the deep coloring or if it's a little bit lighter. The gold flecks really give it away, but a lot of people mistake it for sodalite too. And... Which, that was another one that was on the list. Um, and that also goes along with Sagittarius and the throat chakra as well. So they're pretty much basically similar? Is similar, that... yeah. In the sense that they're those blue stones tend to do with those throats. So they have somewhat similar, yeah. Somewhat okay. similar meanings and uses. Um, and again, the colors are just, if you see them next to each other, depending on, you know, the grade of the stone, they tend to look pretty similar. Okay. Um, so, lapis lazuli is good for, or lazuli, I always leave off the last vowel for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't need it, is there? <laughs> yeah, no, it's an extra vowel. Yeah. <laughs> um, really good for cleansing the throat chakra and the third eye, as you said, um, to ward off psychic attacks. And it's good for wisdom and communication, connecting to clarity and integrity and intuition, leaving an open mind and providing enlightenment and self-awareness. It can also release stress and bring deep peace and harmony. All right. So the sapphire aligns with Virgo, Libra, and Sagittarius, as well as the throat chakra. So what kinds of things can we get out of sapphires? Um, Sapphire sometimes known as the wisdom stone, Mm. um, stimulates concentration, 
enhances creativity, promotes purity, depth of thought, focus, and calming of the mind. Um, a lot of times it can uh, provoke spiritual clarity, and um, it's very good for resting and slowing down, and um, a lot of people use it as a natural um, relief for insomnia in the past. I could probably use one of those. <laughs> really good, really good. Yeah. And I'm going to wrap it up right there because this conversation actually lasted us over an hour. And you know, I don't like to keep you guys too long. So we will conclude with crystals next Saturday. All right. Thanks, everyone. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week. So be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be.